much a welcome to GB America and to its supernatural network. Special welcome to GB America and its supernatural network. And I'm going to tell you something. I have been so looking forward to this show because my guest, many consider the foremost, best trumpet player in the world, yeah. Phil Driscoll. Yeah. And he, I mean, he has literally performed for five presidents. Yeah. But something happened, last thing he would have expected. After being a believer, he ended up in prison. He is a broken vessel. And I'm telling you, the glory will not be able to be contained about what you're about ready to experience. Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Phil, I have to tell you, um, obviously I've been a, a believer in the Messiah almost as long as you, no, longer than you, I think, uh, but, uh, and I've heard your music, and I've, I respect the gift that God has given you, Thank but you. I have heard your CDs, and you are, you're in another, you're in another realm at this point. I, 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 want, I want to find out a little bit about you. Uh, your mom was a musician. Uh, what instrument did she play? Well, she played piano and organ and uh, accordion because my dad was a minister. He built 15 churches, pioneer mm -hmm. churches, right? So they would do street meetings. And that's how I started. Oh, that's sound, a, plastic, a plastic trombone. Did you really? That's really how old were you? Five. My goodness. With a plastic trombone. So you have, as a matter of fact, I, I got a question from Facebook about you. And the oh, question no. was, ask Phil about his mother's word before you were even born. Yeah, my, my mom, and, and you know, Sid, I used to, I didn't really have the respect that I should have had for that because my parents obviously didn't do drugs, but I went, wow, that's too weird. But, but when she was carrying me, she said that there was a time that she was on the platform and there was a little stained glass window in their church in Rock, Rock Falls, Illinois, I believe it was. And, and there was light coming through and she said all of a sudden light came through but music came through and went into her womb and it was like a, like a staircase to heaven. And, and when you know that music travels in the slowest spectrum of light, that's very plausible, right? And so what that means, you know, I, we all have gifts, but you, you can practice and you can study, but the gift is paramount. 
you know. Sure, that's in every field. That's in uh, every field. Now, but, but you did provoke me to real jealousy. Beyond, I can't carry a note. I just, but except when I pray in supernatural languages. Yeah. That's yeah. when I'm in tune. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> However, 56 music scholarships? <laughs> yeah. My goodness. <laughs> yeah, it was, I was blessed. Okay, uh, you, um, your first music contract, Word Records. Yes, sir. Problem. You are wild. You're too wild for Christianity at that point. Well, you know uh, what's really funny is in the 1800s, you, you can read where they said the violin was too wild for church. <laughs> you should see what they said about television. Oh, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> It's the same. The, the devil really doesn't have any new tricks. He just reinvents the old ones for today's language. So you got offended, I would, I would have to think, when, when they thought your music, they didn't appreciate your music, and you, you say, I'm going into, you didn't mean it intentionally, but that's what you did. You went into the world. You're, you're, you know, it was a ruse. A gift makes room for him. You, you, you just zoomed in the world. Now, I have to tell you, I read some of the musicians that you worked with, and they meant zero to me. I've been a believer too long. Yeah, I, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's all right. but some of the audience may know a few of them. Who'd you work with? Well, I used to play with Joe Cocker for quite a while. Joe Cocker, you are so beautiful to me. That one, right? Then I wrote for Blood, Sweat, and Tears. But I, you know, I grew up in Tulsa, so Leon Russell was a friend of mine. You know, that, that whole genre. But I, mm -hmm. music's been my life since I was, you know, 11 for sure. So, so you're really, in effect, running from that wonderful call of God in your life. You have a $5,000 a day cocaine addiction. No, not, it wasn't really 5000 I mean, maybe, maybe there were weeks that it was. But it was, you know, probably in my life I spent well over a half a million dollars in drugs. And only to discover that it was really... A counterfeit, all drug addiction is a counterfeit for God's high. And you know, if you're religious, you won't buy into that, but it, He is the most high, and that's not a misnomer. He is the most high God. Amen. And the high that we get as believers when we come into His presence is, is a high that no, no drug can ever attain. And there's a reason that in the drug world, if you look now, in the drug world, the same drugs are simply repackaged, okay? Because once the high breaks off, there's nothing left. And so they have to reinvent another thing to try to get you to another high. I've talked to a lot of guys that were drug addicts who said it's been so long since I've actually gotten high. When I do the drug now, I just get not so low. I, I, I have to tell you, Phil, I have never, fortunately, I've never done drugs, but when I came into an encounter with God, I defy any drug in the world to compare to that. That's right. There is nothing to compare to that. That's right. Okay, so uh, you're running from God. Christmas morning, 1977, what happened? <laughs> well, I was living in Jacksonville, Florida. I was living with a young lady by the name of Lynn. And I, at that time, owned a couple of nightclubs, and I was, I was rocking. And my mom and dad, I think the greatest thing about that time was my dad was a pioneer minister, but he was a plumber and a carpenter, and a, he did everything, right? And so 
my dad would come into the nightclubs that I owned and he would bring his hammer and whatever and he would fix them and he never preached to me. He just loved me. And when he showed up on my front door with Dunkin' Donuts and coffee, <laughs> I could not say no to, it was Christmas day. He said, would you come go to church with us? And so I, I really had the mindset because I was still, I, I got so turned off to the things of God because I could not understand how God didn't like rhythm. I couldn't understand how God didn't like it funky. I couldn't understand how he didn't like it loud. Because thunder, my God, thunder's louder than any rock and roll show in the world. And so I went with that mindset. And I went into a place called Beaches Chapel in Jacksonville, Florida. And the people, it was in a gymnasium. And they were dancing. I mean, I, went, I looked at my wife and I goes, they're having more fun than they have at midnight at the bar. <laughs> and, and that day was an encounter for us. And all I can tell you, it wasn't like a great sermon. Said it wasn't, I couldn't tell you even what they talked about, but all of a sudden I felt this presence. Amen. And, and it was the only way I can explain it is it was like somebody poured warm oil over me from the top of my head and it was like, uh, it was a cleansing. It was like all of the bitterness and the stuff you carry when you live in the world, in the real world, all of the, the stuff, it was just melted away. And I looked at my girlfriend and she, she had her hands in the air and she didn't know anything about that. And that day marked, marked a change in, in my life. Three months later, my girlfriend and I were married that's whatever it is, almost 40 years ago now. My dad performed, that was his last official act before he went on to be with Jesus. So that's, that's where it all began with me. Okay, there is a song about what happened to you. Uh, you call it Christ Remains, I call it Messiah Remains. What does that song mean to you? Well, it's, it's, I've had very, this may sound wrong to you, but whenever I, I play, and sing from the vantage point of, I believe that I announce God's presence. That's what I think when I play, okay? And, but in this song, it, the only way I can describe it is I began to sing in a studio, which is not a spiritual environment, and I began to sing and all of a sudden, it was like I went somewhere else and I was behind the camera, right? And I saw my life. And I saw the places where it had been tough times. I saw the places where, I mean, except for God's grace, I would have spent in those rock and roll days, I would have spent about 70 years behind bars. Tell you what, I want to release you to this music set oh, right now. Okay. And I'm going to tell you something else. You are going to have an encounter with God when you hear this music because it's not just entertainment. He's in a different realm now. It, I'm going to tell you something else. You are going to experience, just as I said, miracles. I had what is known as a word of knowledge. And I'm going to tell you something else. There are people with pain in your back, in your neck during worship. You are going to be healed. There are people in your, uh, oh, your hip, you have a problem with your hip, you're, you're going to be healed. There are people with problems in your feet, especially the ankles, especially the toes. 
arches, you are going to be healed. There are people whose fingers have arthritic condition. You are going to be healed. And I want you to send your testimonies in because we are ready for interactive TV. That's what television was designed for. And here is Phil Driscoll, Messiah Remains. When dreams are rudely shattered And plans are torn apart And I'm left to try to gather up The fragments of my heart And in the darkness hope is there It's shining like a flame Messiah remains Christ remains He's my provider, my protector He's always watching over me He's my comforter my counselor, he is all I'll ever need. My constant in the chaos, my source of strength unchanged. Every day the same, Christ remains, Christ remains. Even in the low times, when silence steals my prayer, and I'm feeling all alone, as the valley of the shadow claims the dearest ones I've known, then I crawl toward my refuge. You're my shelter in its pain. Christ remains, Christ remains, He's my provider, my protector, He's always watching over me, He is my comforter and my counselor, He is all I'll ever need, my constant in the chaos, my source of strength of change. Every day the same Christ
right back to It's Supernatural. When Phil Driscoll begins to worship, the atmosphere of heaven fills the room. People are elevated into a new sense of intimacy with God. You can actually sense the presence of God. And in the midst of God's presence, people experience emotional and physical healings, miracles, and signs and wonders. Here I am to worship. Here I am to bow down. Here I am going to say, say, Call now and get Phil Driscoll's three audio CD, Praise and Worship Collection, Drops of Praise, In His Presence, and A Different Man, 38 Anointed Songs, plus his two-part audio CD teaching series, Praise and Worship, Heaven's Truth Revealed. Yours for a donation of $50. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9369. People who have listened to Phil Driscoll's Praise and Worship CD collection have sensed the glory and presence of God like never before, experienced emotional and physical healing, been released from despair, emptiness and depression, received deliverance from demonic activities and addictions, experienced heavenly dreams and visions. This is worship music you will listen to over and over again. Phil Driscoll's two-part audio CD teaching series, Praise and Worship, Heaven's Truth Revealed, includes powerful teaching combined with worship in a way like you've never experienced before. Through this teaching, you will learn how to praise God in a way that will silence your enemies. Be taught how to release God's supernatural provision, protection, and healing through praise and worship. Years ago, I had a guy come to me and said, Phil, you're supposed to play a ram's horn. He handed me a ram's horn. I said, no, man, I don't play a ram's horn. I'm a trumpet player. He said, no, you should, you should play this because there's something really wonderful about it. I just pray that something will happen in you. It will announce freedom. It will announce liberty. Hear it and be blessed. Miss out on getting Phil Driscoll's three audio CD praise and worship collection, Drops of Praise, In His Presence, and A Different Man, 38 Anointed Songs, plus his two-part audio CD teaching series, Praise and Worship, Heaven's Truth Revealed. Yours for a donation of $50. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9369. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9369 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural. You know, what I love about Phil's music is it's impregnated with the presence of God. It literally is an atmosphere in which all things are possible. Mm. Miracles take place. Uh, tell me, um, uh, I was reading about a few that took place. Tell me about the blind person that got healed. Oh, that really did affect my life. I, one. I have conversations with God all the time, and people that say God doesn't talk, and I just think you're tuned in at the wrong frequency. But I was talking to him, he said, your ministry is a ministry of one night stands. And he said, you can't develop. And he said, you need to start
stop and do some things that are extended. And so I, I said, okay, <laughs> I've never done that before. And I, there was a friend of mine in, in Detroit, head of church, and he said, why don't you just come and see what God does if you stay five or six days? I said, I don't know what I would do. <laughs> he said, you do what you, you do. I said, okay. And so I, I began, and the, there's a CD called In His Presence that all of those songs came from that time. They were spontaneous songs of the Lord because I believe there's a frequency that you can plug into in heaven where the songs come down to earth just like that. And, and it was in one of those songs, and, and in the, nobody talked about miracles. Nobody talked about, you know, getting healed. But a, a, a lady began to scream in the back, and I thought there was something wrong with her. And they went back there, and the elders and the bouncers, whatever, and, and she was screaming. She had been blind for, for many, many years, and, and she was healed. And, and it, it, it taught me to expect it. And it also affected, you know, there's so, it is wrong if our music for Jesus is just a prototype of what the world has. In other words, if we follow the world's formula. No, the closest the world can do is copy the that's truth. That's exactly right. That's, that's exactly the closest. Right. It's backwards. Yeah. And so, and so when I, when that happened to me, it, it ruined me in terms of, of being conformed to that genre, I, 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 I changed. And Speaking of change, I heard a story about you that was music to my ears. Phil had a nice, famous Jewish attorney. <laughs> Tell me about him. <laughs> I did. I did. He was, he was the former chief counsel of Capitol Records. He made the deal with Brian Epstein and the Beatles. He was, he was a heavyweight guy. And, hmm. and, and he had represented me in several things with CBS, et cetera. And, and then comes the day that we accept Jesus. And I called him and I said, Skip, I've become a Christian. He said, oh, no. <laughs> he said, you become a Christian, really? Well, he said, don't worry, it'll be, it'll be over soon. And he would... <laughs> For, that's what my mother said. That's exactly my, right. My, my mother said it's another fad. So 30 yeah, years later. Yeah, right. Well, the deal was I would come to, he was in California, obviously, you know, I would come to California playing and every time, pretty much by and large, he would drive his Ferrari or whatever to the, to the place where I was playing. He'd sit in the back, right? And, and the deal was he said, well, it, you know, he said, I've seen a lot of guys go through this, Phil. He said, it's just something that sometimes you go through. He said, but you'll get, you'll get better soon. And so, and the, and the funny thing was, he came to our, when we got married, he came to Jacksonville when Lynn and I sat in the back. Don't worry, you'll, you'll be okay soon, right? Well, the years pass, and he comes, when I was in Tennessee, he came to visit, you know, just... And he sat, and, and there was a man that had been healed of prostate cancer in a service. And he had been to Mayo, and so he had it documented. And then he called me, and he said, I've gone back. He called me, and Skip is in the room. Skip Chom was his name. He's in the room, so I put him on speaker. <laughs> he goes, I got the proof. I am healed. I have no prostate cancer. I am healed. God healed me. And he... And he was going, it's a true story. 
And he was sitting there, and he got this glazed look on his face. Uh, excuse me. He wasn't like this? No, he wasn't like <laughs> okay. that. And, and I didn't know what was going on, but I knew that God was moving in his life. Praise God. So he's, I hung up with the guy. He said, may I borrow your phone? And I said, sure. He dialed a number, and he said, I can't remember his wife's name, but he said, honey, I believe that I have found the Messiah. And, and the wild thing about it was he died several months later in a routine root canal dental hmm. deal. But he, but he had the encounter. You know, I, I just think it's, that's, that's the way it is. But you know, in scripture it says, the Jew requires a sign. So he was just having his Jewish blood rear up. Right. When he saw the sign, he received Messiah Yeshua, Messiah Jesus. Phil, I'm going to release you to the music set right now. Okay. And I'm going to, I have a surprise for you. Oh, you do? Oh. You, you told me you, why you like surprises, sure. didn't All you? Right. Okay. I, I'm going to release you right now to the music set because I have a surprise waiting for Phil at that set. And I'm going to talk to him when he gets there about that surprise. And he is so curious right now. He doesn't have a clue. I told, I know you don't. I told my staff, do not tell. Do not tell Phil what's about ready to happen. You know, in the early 1800s, we had what was called in America the Second Great Awakening. And there were people like George Whitmore and Jonathan Edwards. And when Jonathan Edwards would begin speaking, people would hold on to anything they had, their bench, uh, their, 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 their table, whatever they had in front of them, because they felt they were slipping. You know where they felt they were slipping to? Hell. And they would weep and moan, stop, help me, help me. I need to be saved. You have never seen awakening like they've had. Well, Phil, behind you, behind you right now is a bench, which wasn't there before. Take a look at it. That's right. That came from the church where the great, second great awakening started. Now, yeah. there, that, touch it. There is a presence. A guy, sit down in it, as a matter of fact. Well, I don't know if I can get them back, but, <laughs> wow. but, but let, let me tell you about that bench. It was a time in the, the, the late 1700s, early slavery was rampant. It was the darkest period of history in our country. Do you know what? When it's so dark, that's when you need light. That's when a great awakening comes. And I'm going to tell you something, Phil. I believe your music and where we are in history right now is about ready to launch this third great awakening because we're in a dark time right now. And we need, we need a great awakening in this country. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you, those that are helpless, Phil, those that don't know God, this is eternal life, that you might have experiential knowledge with me. That's right. Bill, there is an anointing on that desk, a bench. As a matter of fact, I believe, I absolutely believe this. The angel of the second great awakening, there were many angels involved, came with that bench. You know when we got it? Today. 
It was the last you know, bench available. You know, what you, what you need to realize, Sid, that the, the Dark Ages, what we call the Dark Ages, one of the paramount things that occurred in the Dark Ages was it made it illegal to have music. Music was forbidden in the street. And what brought out of the Dark Ages were, were people like Michelangelo, Leonardo da Vinci, because the arts were not made by darkness. The arts were created to dispel and to cause the glory of God to be seen and evidence in the hearts of people. And so I believe that you're right. I, I know that there, there is something that is occurring now that has not been around for a while. And I believe that it is a renaissance, an awakening in worship, an awakening in praise, an awakening in the supernatural. Because when you take the supernatural out of God, you have depleted the very essence of who He is. He still does miracles. He still heals. He still saves. He still delivers. His arm is not shortened. And we're about to go into the, the newness where our world is in such chaos. And they're beginning to, to see there's no way out in the way that we're going. That's when God can show up and do great things. Okay. The biblical way is for the worshipers to go first and break open the heavens. I commission you, I charge you, Phil Driscoll, break open the heavens now. In Jesus' name. Praise God. Praise God. Lord, we just magnify your name. We lift our voices to you. Let the music be filled with your presence. Let the music be filled with your glory. And we give you the praise for it. In the mighty name of Jesus.
to tell you something. That's my story, too. And that's the story of millions of people. 
There is no one else like God. If you like the way things are in your life, then don't make any changes. But if you don't, I strongly recommend that you surrender to the living God. I saw the Messiah as Phil was worshiping. His hands were nailed to a cross. His feet were nailed to that cross. And many are wondering why. He didn't do any, he had no sins. He was sinless. That's because the Passover lamb had to be without defect. He had no, he was like no other human that ever was on earth. And he died as a penalty to take your place. You see, those that sin must have a atonement. That's why we Jewish people had Yom Kippur, Day of Atonement. We would take an unblemished lamb and have it die in our place. Well, it had to be in the temple. There is no temple today. Therefore, either Yeshua, that's Hebrew for Jesus, is our Messiah, or God left us in the lurch. I have good news for you. That peace that you've been your heart, you haven't even been vocalizing it, that your heart's been crying out for. That peace I've experienced, that peace Phil Driscoll has experienced, that peace you're going to experience. It takes a step of faith, a leap of faith. I want you to do that now. I want you to repeat, and those in the studio audience, I want you to repeat this prayer with me out loud. Very important to do this out loud. And by the way, someone's ears are opening that were deaf. Uh, someone had a migraine headache. You have just, how do I know these things? Because God, the creator of the universe, once he cleansed me of my sins, he gave me a new heart in which he lives inside of this. You need a heart transplant. Someone's jaw has just been healed. I'm telling you, God is healing people because the same death on that cross and burial and resurrection, 500 eyewitnesses saw him. 500 testified that same penalty he paid covered your pains, your sicknesses, and all of your sins. God says your sins have separated you from me. But Jesus came to pay the price. So there's nothing separating you from the love of God. Say this prayer out loud. Dear God, Dear God I'm a sinner. Against you, against you and you alone, and you alone have, I have I sinned. And I'm so sorry. And I'm so sorry. I, believe I believe the blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus washed, away my sins. washed away my sins. And I'm clean. And, I'm clean. and now that I am clean, I ask you to give me a new heart. Give me a new spirit. I make Jesus my Savior and Lord. Come live inside of me, Messiah. Inside of me, Messiah. Amen. Amen. Now, if you said that prayer, I want you to uh, email us. If you need a miracle, if you need a prayer answered, I want you to email us. If you've been physically healed, I mean, there's so many people <laughs> are being healed right now. I want you to send this. You know why? 
the devil is overcome, and I like him overcome, by the blood of the Passover lamb and the words of our testimony. So by emailing me right now, you're going to kick the devil in the shins. I can't think of a better person for you to kick in the shins. And now I want to tell you one more thing. Phil Driscoll was at his height, and then all of a sudden he disappeared. He was convicted of tax evasion, went to prison for a year, and I have to tell you, our staff and attorney vetted what happened, and I want to tell you what happened. But it's not important what happened. It's what is important is what resulted of what happened. He became a broken man, and the glory of God was released. We'll be right back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural! If you love watching our It's Supernatural! TV program, you can now watch hundreds of archive programs online, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, on your computer, your smartphone, your iPad, or your favorite tablet. In addition to archive programs, you'll be able to also watch special ministry and mentoring sessions taped at our It's Supernatural! Media and Mentoring Center in Charlotte, North Carolina, with the best teachers in the various gifts of the Holy Spirit. You will also be able to enter into the presence of God through anointed worship and special soaking prayer sessions. Just log on to SidRoth.org forward slash ISN. ISN will be the vehicle to equip you to being normal normal as defined by the Bible. You will be taught and receive impartation to walk in the supernatural of God like never before. That's SidRoth.org forward slash ISN. Call now and get Sid Roth's The Healing Scripture Package, which includes his brand new The Healing Scriptures book and his interactive Healing Scriptures Soaking Audio CD, plus his anointed audio CD teaching on 10 keys to receiving miracles and healing. Get one for a donation of $25, offer number 1862, or get two for $45 and give one away, offer number 9319. Shipping and handling is included. Included is The Healing Scriptures book, filled with the most powerful healing scriptures from the Bible that Sid has personally handpicked and personalized for you to pray over your life. Includes a question and answer section where Sid answers the most asked questions on the subject of healing and miracles. Plus, it includes healing testimonies submitted by real people to our ministry to encourage and uplift you. In addition, you receive the Healing Scriptures audio CD. Sid shares how to use this interactive CD in the introduction. Sid reads the personalized scriptures right from the Healing Scriptures book for you to follow, accompanied by the anointed is Israeli music of violinist LaDonna Taylor. Plus, you receive Sid Roth's anointed audio CD teaching, 10 Keys to Receiving Miracles and Healing, recorded live by Sid Roth as he coaches you on how to receive your own healing and how to minister healing to others. Don't miss out on getting Sid Roth's The Healing Scripture Package, which includes his brand new The Healing Scriptures book and his interactive Healing Scriptures Soaking Audio CD, plus his anointed audio CD teaching on 10 Keys to Receiving Miracles and Healing. Get one for a donation of $25 offer number 1862 or get two for $45 and give one away. Offer number 9319. Shipping and handling is included. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina 28278. Please specify offer number 1862 for one or offer number 9319 for two or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. 
now we turn to It's Supernatural. You know, Phil Driscoll, you, you can't get much higher than he got. The gifting that God gave him. And then, uh, out of nowhere, 2006, uh, he, he, he was advised to do something on his income tax. And the federal government said, you shouldn't have done that. And what I did, I knew about this uh, because it made news. Uh, and uh, I had our attorney read everything that occurred to you. I, I felt it took him I had a while, to, didn't it? I had, yeah, I, well, I felt it had to be vetted. And this is what he told me. He told me that your attorney had an outstanding argument as to why you were correct. But the way it turned out is uh, the judge ruled he wasn't, and he went to prison for a year. Uh, I have to believe that you, your faith was saying, I am not going to go to prison. I'm God's kid. This is not going to happen to me. Am I right? You're right. So what did you feel like when you walked into the prison and the gates slammed shut? Like hell. That's what it was. But, you know, there's a couple things that I think you should understand when I got out. Twelve federal judges ruled that what I did was not illegal. <laughs> so, and I, I well, said, we didn't hear that in the newspaper. Oh, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> but but the interesting thing about it was, would I ever want to do it again? No. But I will tell you this: I learned the difference between faith and trust. There's a big difference. Explain to me. Well, all of us at one point or the other will have what we would term a faith failure because said I was believing God to be acquitted, but it didn't happen. And so I'm, I'm in there and I felt sorry for myself for quite a while, to be honest, because it's when you're, when you're separated, it wasn't the walls it was that kept me from going out, it was kept those that I love from being near. That's the difference. And, and when I was in, God gave me so much favor. I mean, I have to laugh now. I mean, I had so much favor. I sat down. There were a bunch of bad guys where I was. And, you know, I'm a white guy. And so and I'm, I'm, I'm in there and I go, so we hear you can sing. I said, maybe. So they had a little, <laughs> little Cassie on. I go, just an old sweet funky song now, baby. And they go, do that again. <laughs> Georgia, Georgia. And from that day forward, the baddest guys, I could go anywhere. I got a horn in through a series of miracles I can't go into. If I told you, I have to kill you. Don't tell me! <laughs> but I ended up, I got my horn in. I had a place where I'd play. I got, I actually got better, right? And so, but the, but the thing that I learned, there are two things that stand out in me. There was one time, because I would go into the chapel, and I, I made some of the most wonderful friends. Our, our prison system is broken. It's, a, it's terrible. Because we hear so much, so much is made out of the, the wrong side, the dark side. But they're human beings. Jesus died just as much for them as he died for anyone. Our prison system is not a system of restoration or rehabilitation. It's a system of punishment. That's the essence of the difference. But I never will forget 
God began to deal with me. He said, you know, if you base your relationship with me on faith, you will probably fail. But if you base it on trust, you will never fail. And he took me to when David said, though you slay me, yet will I trust you. If you realize that it doesn't really matter whether I went or whether I didn't go, that it's not about me. When you realize that it's really God's divine plan, no matter what the devil does to set you up for your defeat, if you will not allow yourself to stop, to quit, to get mad at God, to say, well, why did this happen to me? Because I went through all of that. But if you understand that God's will for you is to prosper you, to make you successful, full of success. And so what I did was I goes, I, I get it, Lord, because I was really, I, I thought I had failed. And then I thought God had failed me. But when David said, though you slay me, yet will I trust you? He said, God, I don't care. Even if you kill me, I'm going to stand exactly the way I am. And I'm going to believe you to do exactly what your word says. That's when I became dangerous to darkness. I want you to be dangerous to darkness right now. Get to that music set. I can't wait to hear <laughs> Phil Driscoll again. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I'm going to tell you something. There are people that are watching right now that are hopeless. You have given up. Well, the devil put his best punch on Phil Driscoll, and Phil rose up stronger. And I'm telling you, you don't understand why things are going on in your life. It doesn't matter. It's not about you. It's about God. And God is going to use what you went through. Do not give up. Do not give up. Phil Driscoll. <laughs> I wasn't going to do this. Put on the whole armor of God so that you may be able to stand against the very forces of darkness. And be bold and be strong and be courageous and have no fear. For the weapons of your warfare are not carnal. They are mighty unto God. Be strong and say, I am a warrior in the greatest army of the universe, the army of God. You are born to win.
against the darkness Oh yeah We stand against the darkness We are the warriors of light We are soldiers of the cross Say I am a warrior Oh yeah We are warriors We are my something new, something wonderful in the spirit. We are coming, you, you may be seated, studio audience. At home, you can stand on your head for all I care. <laughs> you see what's in front of me? Close to 3,000 prayer requests. Phil and I are going to agree because you know what the Bible says? If two or more agree, touching any one thing in the name of Jesus, it will be done. As a matter of fact, let me tell you a secret. Happened 2,000 years ago. God's just waiting for you to realize you have money in the bank. You just don't know it. Now that you know it, go get it. Be aggressive. I'm gonna pray. We're going to pray for these pray people that wrote in, and that was an act of their faith. But we're also going to pray for you that did not write in. Bill, put your hand on these prayer requests, and uh, you start, and I'll finish. Father, we thank you that there is something that we cannot even describe that happens in the Spirit. When we activate our faith in you, and so right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom we serve, we call for your healing power, your delivering power, to be transmitted over these airwaves by your presence and by your spirit. And we call every miracle into being by faith in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. 
Satan, we command you to get your hands off of God's property. We command life to come where death is around. We command darkness to die and light to be made manifest in the hearts and minds and eyes of every person that's represented in this pile of prayer requests. And Lord, we give you praise right now that healing is the children's bread, deliverance is the children's bread, and we speak it now in the name of Jesus. And Amen. Jesus said, it is finished. It is I tell you, it is finished. I want to thank GB America because now we're switching to the ISN, its supernatural network, and Phil is going to play the shofar, the ram's horn. I have never heard anyone play the ram's horn to the level. Uh, they, they, and as a matter of fact, uh, he told me how he started doing this, but I know as a fact, the ancient rabbis say, all the promises of God in the prophets are released when the shofar is blowing. And I'm going to turn Phil loose with that ram's horn. So you go to ISN. It's Supernatural Network. And remember, uh, on January 21st, Hank Kuhneman is going to be with us. God has given him a new word for the end times. He said, promote my goodness and see miracles. That's a good word. <laughs>